Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Maximum Fun Presents here at UCB Franklin. Please welcome to the stage your host, Dave Holmes. Hi. Hey guys. All right, hi. Welcome to International Waters. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, by applause, who has never heard International Waters? Okay. A smattering of tentative applause. Uh, International Waters is a, it's a fun little transatlantic panel game show. We have some, uh, some British comics. We have some L.A. comics. We're going to talk about some stuff that happened in the news, in pop culture. We're going to have some fun. We're going to drink some wine. We're going to have a good time. Everybody having a good Monday? Yeah. Good. Everybody over to their Oscar fever? Oh, yeah. Everybody over to their fucking hot take fever? I, uh, I want to um, burn the internet to the ground. Uh, I literally tonight read a thing that somebody wrote and got paid for uh, that was their take on the Lady Gaga thing. And it was like, uh, here's what's wrong with Lady Gaga. Uh, Julie, here's what's wrong with her. When Julie Andrews came out after she did the, uh, the Sound of Music uh, medley, and she was very gracious. But if she hadn't been as gracious, Lady Gaga's fans would have turned on her, and Lady Gaga would have done nothing. It's disgusting. It didn't happen. Like, what, so what's disgusting and what's wrong with Lady Gaga is her theoretical reaction to something that doesn't concern her that didn't happen. And that's what's wrong with her. Uh, somebody got paid for that. So uh, let's not have any more opinions. All right. Better chocolate, Smarties or M&M's? Better leader, Thatcher or Clinton? Better creepy aging pop star, Billy Joel or Morrissey? Tonight, we will answer zero of those questions, but we will host a comedy game show that pits UK and US comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. I am Dave Holmes, and live from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles, this is International Waters. That's good. That's good. I appreciate your level of enthusiasm for the show so far. Keep it up. Playing for the nation where it is tea time 24-7. He's a comedian who has been on Jimmy Fallon and Craig Ferguson. He is the host of the Probably Science podcast. He's British. His name is Matt Kirshen. Matt Kirshen. Walk right in. Sit right down. You chose an aside for the UK. I was going to assign one, but that's the one I would have assigned. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. How are you? I'm good. I've good. got to say, like, I think... like. If Lady Gaga witnessed some kind of racial incident mm -hmm. and she didn't say something, fuck her. That's disgusting. That's what's that wrong shocking. with her, is she might not do something in a theoretical situation that hasn't happened and I, wouldn't. I've now realized that I don't know whether you told the Lady Gaga story before or after the theoretical beginning of the show. I don't either. So that might be completely out of context. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, Colin. and I think now, Colin, if you're like for editing, if you want to just leave it out of context, so right. that's the very first thing I say, and you're like, this is, yeah. Oh, I guess he's one of those like wacky surreal comics right. who just says, right. just says things like, ah, oh, my tits are blue. I don't even have tits. You know, right. it's just uh, crazy. Anything could happen when I'm around. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we're just gonna have like 45 seconds of applause, so they're yeah. almost like. <laughs> I don't know what I missed, but it was fucking great. Also playing for Team UK, she's a comedy writer who has written for Tracy Ullman, Mitchell and Webb, BBC Radio 4's Bigopedia, and International Waters. Please welcome Sarah Morgan. 
by Sarah Morgan. Tell me about yourself. I mean, we're just going to get to know... We're gonna, we'll get to know you later, but give us a quick little overview on Sarah Morgan. Uh, well, I'm a the, uh, head British writer for International Waters, so... Uh, I, I Yes, to shoot myself through the pyramid of Dave Holmes, I spend a lot of time Skyping with Dave Holmes and writing the script for this show. It's true. I but you did not this, I did not write the script for tonight. I haven't seen it. The, um, the most likable member of the International Waters writing team, Asterios Kokonos. Oh, uh, it's questionable. Yes! Pause Wait, has Asterios got fans in the crowd? He's got fans right. everywhere. He's like I mean, a, a Labrador of a human being. Really? <laughs> That's exactly... I've never if you, met him. If you, you haven't? No. We just Skype a lot and he has charisma. Oh, does he ever? Does he ever? If you have not yet met Asterios Kokonos, do yourself a favor and do it. Uh, we're going to get to know our teams a little better throughout the show, but for now, Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. Oh, it was the uh, Oscars last night. Uh, sure was. Yeah, wasn't Let it, Let me guys? tell you about oh, my Lady Gaga. Do you, no. <laughs> oh, Matt, have you been in your Mighty Boosh stuff again? You're surreal. Anything can happen in my oh, world. Oh, hilarious. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so it was the Oscars last night, and uh, Eddie Redmayne, I, when he was collecting his, mm-hmm. uh, uh, his trophy for the Oscars. Adorably. Yeah, adorably, <laughs> for the Austin Powers film. He... Um, <laughs> <laughs> not my joke it's twitter's joke uh he uh yeah he uh uh he made this noise about halfway through that was kind of like he sort of ejaculated at his own humility mm-hmm. where he was going like i'd like to thank my mom and then wow yeah uh, <laughs> and i thought that's well i mean we don't have to ejaculate but we could go it'd like, be nice if it's it happened it's too late for that now stammer <laughs> or uh something nice a nice sort of, uh, yeah uh. or like a polite cough oh that's nice yeah like <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, can we, do, can we do that? Sure, that's yeah. aggressive, but I like it. Uh, all right, that, that's that's the telling off. There it is. Oh yeah, no, it's, it can't. It can't be. Ang- it's just a sort of <clears throat> like like just uh, a dancing kind of. Yeah, it's, it's the sort of cough that you know a butler might do when he has entered a room and his gentleman has not realised that he is yet in his room and is carrying out the kind of activities a gentleman might carry out when he believes himself to be alone. <clears throat> Your towels, sir. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are British. Message received. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on. Playing for the Nation, where it's Mr. Tea Time 24 7. You have seen her on Parks and Recreation. Chelsea Lately. She is one half of the Throwing Shade podcast. She is Erin Gibson. Hello. How are you? Great. Just sitting there in a little... Sitting uh, here, uh, in, in far away from the wine. I'm not drinking wine right now. Oh, no? Because it gives me nightmares. Mm. <laughs> Don't know why. Full-on rapey nightmares. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, this particular brand of wine won't help. Uh, we'll get oh, into that yes, later. Yes. We'll get into that later. I'm also playing for Team US. You've seen him on Access Hollywood Live. And just fucking drop the mic right there. But also Funny or Die. And he's the other half of the Throne Shade podcast. It's Brian Safi. Yay! It is... Brian Sophie. Hi. I'm good. Good. Oh, okay. Oh, um, well, I, I'm glad the show was at 11 tonight. Are you paying attention to me? I'm glad, I'm glad the show was 11 tonight because I was able to watch The Bachelor tonight. So oh, I'm very boy. happy about that. It's fantasy Sweet Week. It was Fantasy Sweet Week, yeah. So. What, is that? what does that mean? It just means, like, he gets to fuck three women in a week. And everyone's like, I'd marry you still. Um, it's Does a he use the same condom? Yes. Yeah. In that he doesn't use one, I imagine. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't think? I don't know. I don't know. I guess to. he does. I don't know. On it, he's either stoned out of his mind or losing his sight. Really? I discovered so. <laughs> something's, he's going blind. He just stares at everyone like this now. And 
then he, there was a virgin in the fantasy suite this I week. Know, yeah, I know. So oh, you'll see how that plays it. out. Don't spoil it. She's still a virgin. <laughs> oh, you spoiled it. Well, but probably, oh, there was probably it, some mouth stuff. No, but, but. No, I don't even think. Yeah. No, because she said, I'm shocked by this, and then I'm going to shut up about it. But she said, you're, she goes, I know what happens in the fantasy suite, and I'm prepared to kiss him. Oh, then you oh, don't know oh, what happens in the fantasy suite. No, you don't. Or we don't Kiss know what happens. Kiss his asshole, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. You know, anyway. on, hang on. So, so what's I, your buzzing word? Oh. Uh, Team US? Well, it originally, and also in honor of the Oscars, was just going to be this. But in honor of John Travolta. Can't hear that. So in honor of John Travolta, we're going to go with wig. Wig. <laughs> wig. <laughs> he is one and he wears one. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go with that. That's amazing. Uh, at my, uh, I was had some friends over for the Oscars last night, and we were speculating as to whether John Travolta was wearing a wig. And one of my friends went, I think he's also wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> like he's really wearing like a 1978 Bobo. He pulls it all off in one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And rouge. And yeah, yeah everything. Did okay. Face off was real. <laughs> Did anyone have the guts to ask, who are you wearing? <laughs> 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 so you might have seen me uh, bring these out and open them uh, in front of you. What I have in front of all of us right now is red satin and white silk, the Fifty Shades of Grey official wines. Uh, E.L. James, or E.L. Fudge, as you call her, yeah. <laughs> which is my favorite fucking thing in the world, um, is like has a line of uh, butt plugs and floggers, and massage oils. She's never and been in a, balls. in a dungeon. This woman's never, never been in a dungeon. Never been in a dungeon. She also had uh, has wines. So we're going to uh, we're going to do a little taste test Love of it. some Fifty Shades of Grey wines. Uh, can I pour you a red satin, please, yeah, or I'll a white an, silk? I'm already having a nightmare, but I'll have another one. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm going to do a red. I'll do a white then. Oh, okay. C- could I do half and half? <laughs> a rose. Oh, for a rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has anyone seen it? Yes. Your thoughts? Um, uh, beautiful disaster. I've never Thank seen you. anyone in a more sexual situation wear dumpier jeans. It was like someone was like, sure. get me 1990 structure baggy. Yeah. That's what he wears or she wears? <laughs> it's what? She wears them on her head as a blindfold. No, oh, he wears funny. them without a belt. That's he, okay. funny. He, wear, he has a suit. And then it's like, all right, it's time to go to the sex room for sex things. And he like goes to his, he goes and changes into his sex jeans. He's like, where are my jeans? Which are dumpy. Also, he's so rich, he buys her, spoiler alert, a laptop, a car. Exactly where you're going with this. And is okay with her carrying a flip phone phone. the whole movie. (laughs) Buy her a smartphone. Buy her a smartphone. Doesn't think, doesn't think. Buy her a smartphone. She can't compete in today's economy. There's just there's so much fucking that he he's like, oh yeah, the smartphone. I gotta get that. But first, yeah. Uh, okay, I've made I've made you a blush. <laughs> <laughs> you actually did it. <laughs> That's gonna be right. great. That is minging. That's properly rank. It's really. <laughs> now I will tell you, I already have had some of this because uh, my boyfriend and I went and saw it opening weekend at the Sherman Oaks Arclight, <laughs> as we call it, uh, and it was like it was exactly what you would expect. It was book club ladies, and uh, and we went in, we went, in, and uh, and the the ticket guy was like two dudes seeing Fifty Shades of Grey together, male bonding. <laughs> Are you like crazy? crazy? Yeah. And so I like I, I took a couple steps back and I was like, we're a couple. Oh, and I, I wanted to follow it up with, we're a couple and we're kinky. But yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do that. This is like a guy episode. who hasn't quite worked out the homosexuality as a thing. Like, we're a couple. Yeah, yeah a couple of guys just now <laughs> having fun. <laughs> and clearly just won't ever. Has made the choice not to. It's just been like, I'm not going there with these right. guys. So I did have, uh, I had a glass of red satin at the, uh, at the Shark Light. And it uh, is a, well, I mean, 
Yeah, but if I may. Yeah. Yeah. It it does smell like uh, well used ballet slippers. I you know I I don't know how to describe wine except I would describe this one as necessary. <laughs> it has a very necessary taste. It's not the worst. It's not the best. I mean, I definitely put this on a you know piece of cracker. Yeah, a piece of cracker. I'd soak a cracker in this so fast. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's, just, this is this this started out as a. Uh, Twilight wine? <laughs> yeah. It did. <laughs> Started out as, uh, as wolf blood. Uh, yeah. Now, we, I kind of, shades of gray wine. We shouldn't it's, give it, her any more money. No. Well, I already did. Oh. Dave, yeah. stop so, giving her your money. Yeah. But, you I, know, I did it, so let's make fun of her. Uh, right? Oh, good idea. Yeah. I, uh, I like this wine. I think I love it. Yeah? Or it could just be, like, abusing me in some way. I'm not sure. I'm Matt, not aware of it yet. Is there a, does your <laughs> right. wine have a safe word? I think, yeah. I think this is just, like... I mean, this is a very unsafe way to drink wine. Like, this is like, why people who are actually into wine will tell you this is not how to do it. This is it's a bad example of wine. Yeah, yeah this, is, sure. this is dangerous wine practice. This is yeah. like being banged on the clitoris with a horse whip, which I believe is something that happens in the book. <laughs> Natalie does not Wood, happen in the movie. Yeah, Natalie Wood one time no, sat in a bathtub full of champagne and it burnt her vagina so bad she had to, <laughs> 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 she had to go to the hospital. Who? <laughs> Natalie Wood got in a bath of champagne with Dennis Hopper and James Dean had to flee the scene. This is <laughs> for sure a fact, just so you know. And she I knows. Mean, why she would it burn your and vagina? This like that I don't know. It just she it shot right up there. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it was a jacuzzi. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, it was maybe champagne it was just... or wine? Champagne. Oh, okay. Was it too hot? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> it was the bad temperature. I wish it was Natalie Merchant. <laughs> <laughs> So let, 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 now you know, anyone, if, you've got a, if someone offers you a bath of champagne, you test it with your elbow first. <laughs> That's right. Don't go vagina first. <laughs> That's true for so much in life. <laughs> uh, is, honestly, these are the people who will know the answer to this question. <laughs> and then I swear we'll start the show. Oh, fuck yeah, the is show. it true that Nell Carter's vagina fell off? <laughs> fell off. Fell off. Like inside out, like hung out like a. No, it, I had heard that she was. She had a mic pack, and it was like double sided tape, but very like hard double sided tape on her, and she got sweaty, and she had to do a quick change. It was in misbehaving, and they like and they pulled it off, <laughs> and it and it, her vagina fell off. But, uh, but she's a pro, and she went back off, and she finished the show. This is what I want to know: when she saw her vagina was gone, <laughs> did she look down and she? This is so bad. Aw, oh, give me a break. It's a good Nell Carter. Thank you. I sure deserve it. <laughs> you guys Listen. don't know where vaginas are. <laughs> Her vagina. <laughs> Mike pack tape got ripped off in her vagina <laughs> Dave, I believe it. I'm going to say yes, it happened. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right, let's play International Waters. All right. All right, we're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? I'm sweating buckets. It's because I'm wearing a wool jacket. Why am I doing that? 
Don't know. Uh, we'll be awarded uh, two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine Neil Patrick Harris falling right on his smug little fucking face. I am with you 100%, okay? by the way. I yeah. am with you a thousand million, billion, trillion percent. Yeah. Enough. Enough. You're an actor. You're not a comedian. Know the difference. Get the fuck over it. Absolutely. Get over it. I agree. And like David Burke <laughs> is, is, is lovely. Quit trotting him out. I know. Quit trotting him out. Yeah. You're not Lance Bass. You, you're fucking Neil Patrick Harris. You start acting like it. Absolutely. Jesus Christ. Not right. interested in a gay person who's on People magazine ever. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just think we need to keep our edge. Anyway, I'm okay. sorry. All right, let's go. <laughs> Did you watch the uh, the Lance Bass wedding special? <laughs> no. Is that how you? Sorry, is that how you? What about like? Yes, but we do need to keep our edge. <laughs> I did it. Uh, it's uh, uh, we can fi- like gay people can finally be boring. Like, that's, that's, finally, I guess progress. It's incredible progress. Yeah. It's uh, it's the worst. All right. Uh, okay. Buzz in with your buzz in words, which are <coughs> and wig. Yeah, <laughs> when you know the answer. Question number one: Walking attention vortex. Kanye West drew fire from critics after bringing his baby to a fashion show wearing what? Wig. A bulletproof vest. That is correct, a bulletproof vest. I thought you were saying wig, which is also lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this will get confusing. Put that baby in wigs. They should. Babies in wigs are so funny. No one likes a bald baby. No. Nobody likes a bald baby. Does he have like a crime-fighting baby or something? Bat baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he, uh, Kanye launched a new fashion line with Adidas. He brought 20-month-old Northwest to the show wearing the tiny protective garment. Kim Kardashian tweeted a photo of it with the hashtag baby Yeezy bulletproof vest. Ew. Come on, guys. It's a baby. It's a human being. It's, a, it's an art statement. <laughs> We're not safe. It also, is. babies are already such a small target. I think, like, if you could shoot, if you could hit, like, the baby's body, you could also hit the head. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're right. Like, if I was trying to shoot that baby... In fact, a baby's head is basically as big as its body. Right, exactly. If so anything, like, it's a bigger target. So aim higher. Like, that baby should be wearing like a full helmet oh, or yeah. nothing at Wait, all. Wait, sorry, the baby was in the vest? Yes. yes. Oh, I thought he was in the bulletproof vest and the baby was just hanging out in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where the problem was. <laughs> he's, he's shielded times two. Uh, all right, for a bonus point, panelists, name something that will fill the deep burning hole Kanye West has inside of him. For example, a global fireworks display that spells out you're talented. It's lit by the ghost of Michael Jackson. A- anything. <clears throat> um, oh, yes. Could, could we... I, I'm going to really need to get used to that. <laughs> uh, you can. <laughs> You've done something wrong in the no, library. No, I just, I just... I thought you were clearing your throat. Anyway, uh, you can. Um, yeah, but well, why do we call him the Grand Kanye? Instead of like the Grand Canyon. Oh, that's oh, really good. Like and then, yeah. And I then, like then like, Thelma and Louise be sort of dead on the bottom of him. Oh, and yeah. that's what's in his cheeks. That's Susan Sarandon with them. I love it. I <laughs> love <laughs> it. We build an invisible bridge over him and we can yeah. just walk over him. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Grand Canyon. Isn't that a thing that happens there? I don't that know glass, about that That glass place. floor? Yeah. I refuse to go. Um, <laughs> Gay people got to keep their edge, man. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fall off that edge. Um, <laughs> Wait, do we also have to answer or do they win? Uh, no, you can keep... This is for a bonus point. So any, any oh, fun um, idea that pops into your head. Bring his mom back? Well, unless it's that, Aaron Gibson. Unless it's that... I didn't say that. Rule awful thing. That. I gotta they keep got my applause? That really? was the first thing an audience member By the way, of. that's not funny. That would just really help him a lot. I'm it gonna would be... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Needs a mom. So would... Yeah. So would... You know, that reminds me. Uh, text your mom. Call your mom. Call your mom. <laughs> 
If you got her, that's really crazy. Anyway, did it really? The J.K. Simmons thing. Oh, that was a nice. What do you, that has nothing to do with your movie. So? Text my mom. Call you don't know my. You don't know my. You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know my text or your calling habits. Excuse me. Are you paying my AT and T, kind Simmons? And also, that, Simmons? that was insulting to me because my mom has no tongue but very nimble thumbs. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I apologize on behalf of of. Nobody. It's his fault. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Anybody else? Going once. Going okay. twice. Moving on to question number two. On February 12th, the spokesman for the London Fire Brigade told the BBC he was expecting a big spike in emergency calls due to the release of a what? Fire. <laughs> you have to ring in. <clears throat> Fire. No. No. Wigs. Fifty Shades of Grey? Fifty Shades of Grey is absolutely correct. According to the London Fire Brigade's David Brown, uh, quote, the Fifty Shades effect seems to spike handcuff incidents. They are urging fans to exercise caution. And I would like for you to do the same uh, after watching the film. My thing is, I worry... It was not sexy. What? It wasn't sexy. Oh, no, it wasn't sexy at all. It won't make you want to fuck. It will make you want to take a nap together, uh, if anything. All the seats will be dry. All the seats are bone dry. Bone dry. It actually sucks moisture someone, up. It might be sexy for like someone who doesn't know what that sex is. You know, you know oh, what you're sexy right, for? Actually, I, the the one of the book clubs that was there when uh, when we saw it, it was like twelve women, and they got like they pushed all a bunch of tables together at the bar at the Sherman Oaks Arc Light, and, and somebody on. somebody made no somebody made Let's gift go. bags for all of them uh, with little little fake uh, movie tickets on the outside that she had printed up at the papyrus or whatever that said Fifty Shades of Friendship. Oh, that's oh. funny. And, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and they had and they had in them they had like hearts that were full of skittles and like a big like giant sweet tarts. So it's sexy for women who have candy for dinner. That's, That's so fun. Yeah. And then they all banged each other on the clitoris with horse. Reproductive rights are being turned back on a state level, and women are like, "But I had time to make this bag." <laughs> it's rad. It's yeah. Valentine's Day. By the Day. way, there was once I don't want to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey all night, but I do. Yeah, you do. There was a scene where, like, the first night that she's in his sex dungeon, and, and then she's, like, exhausted because she's been fucked so hard. Right. Because he doesn't make love, he fucks hard. He says that. Yeah, um, uh, b- before gently making love to her. No, yeah. And I don't he, make love, yeah. Yeah, I, and I also don't sleep in a bed with you, and then he sleeps in a bed with you. And then that's, he by comes, the way, that's, like, that. I don't make love, I fuck hard is, like, the sort of sex equivalent of someone telling you they're funny. Yeah. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> For sure. It's also, yeah, it's exactly what virgins say. Like, I don't make love, I fuck. What do I do? <laughs> they were, so she was really tired and she was sleeping like a baby, like fetal position. And he comes in to like caress her, her head. <laughs> and this is the exact opposite screening that you went to. And some woman goes, leave her alone! Not having it in my screening. She's had it. She can't sit up. She can't sit. It hurts to pee. (laughs) All right. Since last April, the fire brigade has fielded 393 calls from Londoners stuck in various pleasure devices, including a man whose genitals were stuck in a toaster. (gasps) Uh, What? That's embarrassing. You guys are responsible for that. Do you not know? I I put no one's genitals in a toaster. (laughs) But it happened in your country. You're responsible. You just wait a bit and they pop up. Well, knowing vaginas, a vagina can easily fit into a toaster, sure. so I'm not surprised. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes They're sense. like a mic pack. <laughs> vaginas are like mic packs. Yeah. Brian Toffee. Final question. The culinary geniuses at Little Caesars have found a delicious new way to kill you. Starting tonight, they're selling pizzas with a crust coated entirely in what? Wigs. 
Yes. I think we all know this, right? No. Bacon? Obviously bacon. Wow. Yeah, of course bacon. Oh, that lattice thing they're well, doing? Yeah, it's beautiful. You have to check <laughs> it. Is so, I'm glad you said lattice. I really am, because that is the word it deserves. It's absolutely gorgeous. Every crust is hand-braided. It is. It reminds you of the pizza your grandmother used to make. with straight up bacon on the crust. Two, two pizzas. Uh, all right. For a bonus point, who wants to try some? Because yeah. we've got some. Yes, please. Ooh, oh, here it comes, producer uh-huh. Jennifer Marmer. Woo! The Little Caesars Bacon Wrapped Crust Deep Deep Dish Pizza from Little Caesars, which still exists. <gasps> pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. All right. He was I went home. to a rehearsal dinner once at a place called Pizza Nizza. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't see the bacon, says every fat person in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Pass these down sure. to oh, those guys. I really don't. Oh, I see it. Ooh. So what? It's 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 bacon on a pizza. I'm, I'm not getting it. I Thanks, Jennifer. I okay. don't eat meat, so I yeah, can't you do. do this uh, one tonight. You do, but <laughs> but I can't really take any moral high ground in this one because I tried both the red and the white Fifty Shades wine and the two mixed together. <laughs> Is that a hundred shades? <laughs> A hundred shades is of wine. This is shades of pig on this pizza. This looks amazing. Oh well, this is... I don't understand. You have to cook the bacon and then you slap it on. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh. Maybe you I'm don't, going, though. Maybe you like, put it around the pizza and then you put it in the oven. This is the best it's thing really I've good. ever tasted. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, me, that's you should so always good. drink wine and eat pizza at 11 p.m. Oh, no, in front it's of so, people. It's so... <laughs> huh? It's so ben? salty and dry, no? and the only thing I have to wash it down with is this is wine. Is red silk or set. Be honest, is this what you think of when you think of America? Yeah. <laughs> dry <laughs> fucking pizza and wine that hurts, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> One That's point how for it Sarah, starts. Please. For candor. Uh, thoughts? I, I um, think it's... Like, I wish Caesar were alive because I think he'd be so proud <laughs> of everything we've done for him. He invented C-sections. Um, it's pizza. just tastes, yeah. It's just C-sections I mean, and bacon. <laughs> it just tastes like pizza with bacon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Solid. Solid theory. Did you have to go to the Kmart to get this? Because that's the only little Caesars that's the only in LA. Little Caesars yeah. in town. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer's boyfriend had it. If you want, it, if you want an evening of fun, just go to Kmart and get a little Caesars pizza. Yeah. Just laugh. <laughs> I like I, which is right it. next to the Whole Foods here, which is an irony that is not lost on me. <laughs> to me, it's disgusting that something like that would be next to a Whole Foods. <laughs> All right, I took a slice of pizza. I, I don't care if it happens behind closed tiniest, doors. I don't want to see it. I had the tiniest nibble out of that little slice of pizza. I put it back on the thing. I immediately grabbed a napkin. There is a grease spot here, 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 <laughs> here, 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 and there. I don't know how. I don't know how. I haven't touched. Any of those. Things. I'm going to oil cleanse with this later. <laughs> did, yeah, did Kim Kardashian sit on one of these recently? <laughs> Topical humor. Yeah. Nice. There you go. All right. At the end of that first round, yeah. the scores are: U.S. has seven, the U.K. has one. I don't know how that's possible. Oh, weird. <laughs> what? I don't know how that's even possible. <laughs> but you're fucking killing it, U.S. Woo! As usual. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, we're going to get to know the teams in between rounds. U.S. Because you're way in the lead. Let's say hello to you first. Hello. Aaron Gibson, you are the mind behind Gay of Thrones. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, which I'm dying to go on. With my hairdresser. Uh, do you want to come on? Oh, my God, yeah. Okay, I want to see I'll this. <laughs> oh, yes. I love Gay of Thrones. I love Dave Holmes. Yeah. You do? Yeah. I don't know if you guys know what you're signing up for. We sit and watch the episode, then we talk about it for two hours ad nauseum. Yeah. I've been on it. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I want to see you Dave. You have to really be like on top of your game, and so just make sure that you are. But it was really, really fun. <laughs> it's my real hairdresser, Jonathan Van Ness, who's very funny. Yeah. Is he like that all the time? All the time. All the time. Okay. okay. I also had to like, it was funny because when you first started, I was like, because he's no filter all the time, right? And so when we first started, he started calling, now I can't remember his name. I don't know. Who's, who's, um, um. If it's for Game of Thrones, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, why am I looking at you? Snow? No, um, <laughs> the accountant, little, um. There's an accountant on that show? Game of Thrones. <laughs> Mort? <laughs> <laughs> Mort Shelstein. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no, he was in X Men. I'm jan- dancing around his uh, status. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yes, Peter Dinklage. Oh. Thank you. Oh, and there was crazy. there was a quick road that you could have taken <laughs> to get there by the plane. I couldn't think of anything else other than his stater- stature. Is he an accountant? Wait, is that <laughs> like is that like when you say Canadian for something? Or yeah. Whatever? Like, were you trying to say little person? But yes, but quiet? I didn't know what the I never know what the right term is. I only know the wrong term. Accountant. And it <laughs> <laughs> but he started calling him. He called him a munchkin, and then. Um, which is funny in a way if you're thinking of a person in a fantasy land. And so we had to always, he, he, it was funny to see him go through the trajectory of like, oh, you, you understand what happens when you say something the internet doesn't like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, how did he handle it? Um, really well. He was like, I'm very sensitive to people now. I understand their struggle. And now, now he just calls him Munchy Munch. Munch Munch, yeah. Munch Munch. <laughs> Which is without context seems... Weird. Like he's a Pac-Man guy. A Pac-Man oh, it does guy. sound like Pac-Man. I, that I can get into. Which, by the way, I would buy Peter Dinklage in the role of Pac-Man. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Let's get to work on that adaptation. I want to be the in strawberry. Uh, Brian Safi, you are a regular panelist on Access Hollywood Live. Thank which... you. And you know what? I'm not embarrassed by it. Uh-huh. Contrary to the laughter I heard before I got out here. I'm on every Monday and Friday on NB-fucking-C. <laughs> How does it work? Tell me everything about it. What's okay. Billy Bush like? Uh, you, is kid over cool? Like the ni- he's like the nicest. He truly is the nicest person. Sure. She's also very nice. <laughs> Nothing bad to say about that show. And I do have to say, I do the live show, so that's the morning show. So it really sure. is just like a chitty chat show. And um, they don't ever. What's nice about? I it wish you never cut your hair. Is they really? <laughs> is they really? They let me say whatever I want to say, which is nice. Right. So they don't. There's no sort of like. The one thing they asked me to do once is... Are you going to talk about Mel Carter's vagina on Friday? Absolutely. That's the only thing I'm going to talk about. They one time sort of hinted that I should say that I liked the movie Sex Tape, but I didn't say it. Mm. And they were fine with it. So. Right. Did you see the movie Sex Tape? No. They just want you to lie? I think they were like, oh, se- we're going to do a package about sex tape. You can say you liked it. And I was like, okay. And then I didn't. Yeah. I was like, there, there was the movie. Uh, <laughs> can I just enjoy? say thank you for maintaining the integrity of that show? My pleasure. <laughs> you know what? I resent that. Have I'm... you seen the show? <laughs> no, but I will do now. I know it's honest. Thank you. If, hey, listen, if we, if we lose Billy Bush, if we lose Billy Bush's credibility, I, what have we got left? Who's going to talk about side boob? Exactly. No, he's a sweet guy, and it's a fun show. And we'll meet the Brits after this. <laughs> I really just wanted it to have that moment of silence before we move on. We'll meet the Brits after the next round, but first, this break. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatier, host of Rendered, a show about making meaning and breaking rules. Tune in to hear how learning to butcher could change your life. 
why turning to the internet for health advice is sometimes a good idea. And what happens when artists are really honest? I mean, I just, I think of most of my career in music and art as a bunch of failures, you know? So what keeps you going with it, then? <laughs> Check out Rendered now at MaximumFun.org or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I'm Dave Holmes. With us playing for the U.S. are Aaron Gibson and Brian Safi for the U.K., Sarah Morgan and Matt Kirshen. Now, when some famous actors play characters from other countries, they transform seamlessly. Others have accents so bad it's like they've been ripped right from a level two improv show that you would see right here <laughs> on the stage. Uh, it is these rushed, ill-considered characterizations that we are celebrating with a game that we call G, Your Accent Sounds Terrible. <laughs> or as they would say in New Zealand, G, <laughs> Your Accent Sounds uh, t- Terrible. I it's actually that... really good. That Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. I worked we on know, it. too. I worked on that with a vocal coach for six months. Uh, we're going to play you a clip from a film. You get two points for naming the film and two for the naming the specific type of accent the actor is attempting. Primary colors. <laughs> okay. Emma Thompson. Is the accent. Oh, sure. Is, sure. is, is no. this a buzzing round? Uh, yes, it is a buzzing. So get your buzzer words ready. Here's our first clip. It's America's favorite trier, Anne Hathaway, trying to do a British accent. Uh, let's hear it. You know, we've never actually met. Actually, we have. Several times. Oh, have we? You gate crashed my birthday party, called me <laughs> Julie, and spilt red wine down my top. Ouch. Well, I'm sorry about that. No, not at all. You were delightful. No, was I? No. No, you weren't. Look, uh, if you're not Julie, then... I'm Emma. Emma. Emma Morley. Emma Morley. <laughs> well, listen, I'll, I'll walk you home. Okay. Uh, Sounds good to me. Oh, brother. <laughs> Jeez Louise. All right, what's the film? Uh, that's Is that called One Day? you got to pause uh, in. <clears throat> is that One Day? That is One Day. Uh, and what is the specific type of British accent? Now, I'm She's guessing that, I mean, it's somewhere like Manchester, somewhere Lancashire, somewhere like that, but Merley. The okay. Merely. Yeah, it's okay. allegedly a Yorkshire accent, so is that near uh, that's there? That's pretty close. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's probably not true. Same part of the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm, I mean, it's. Yeah, I'm I smell it. a lie. I uh, smell a lie, but I'm going to give them the point. <laughs> yeah. Because they need it. You know of our geography. You're Do you know how that correct. movie ends? No. Yes, it's a very the same long... shitty misogynist way the book does. <laughs> oh wait, I thought it was a really long tracking scene of her on a bike for a really long time, and then she just gets hit by a truck. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> what? She has to die <laughs> because otherwise, how would the book end? Oh right, but it's so long. You're like, she's just riding a bike through London, and you're like, well, I don't know what's gonna happen. Isn't that really and then you see her go through an alleyway, and then a truck just comes by and hits her, and you're like, one day that was the best ending of, of our times, and I refuse to hear any different. <laughs> That's I how think, I've always felt about that movie. I think all films should end that way. <laughs> Me too. Anne Hathaway does. Like, specifically with her, yes. Yeah. <laughs> specifically Anne Hathaway. She just like comes out of nowhere on a bicycle. <laughs> and then a truck goes past. And then that's how you know the film ends. Finally, like, Willie, you're free. Yeah. Does she wear those glasses through the whole movie? Because there is something. Her on a bike is very El- Elmira Gulch in right. that sort of... She looks like Harry. Her- she was like... She was like, oh, Brit- Britain, do some Harry Potter glasses. Yeah. <laughs> She was. She was like, Daniel, I need a favor. (laughs) (laughs) 
that really should be how every movie it should be like Porky Pig going that's all folks <laughs> like just at the end of yeah. every just every if you movie go on YouTube, she comes out an anvil falls on her it's I driving just... drive into the Grand Canyon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because because live theater has like everyone comes out and takes a bow and that's how you know it's done but movies they just put words on saying the end that's Finn. bullshit yeah. yeah it's just like wouldn't it be so much better if you just like Anne Hathaway cycle up and they could hide it like the more avant-garde films could hide her like is that like a ponytail's just going past at the bottom of the scene yeah, that, that might be Anne Hathaway That's what then a piano weird. falls on it you're like yeah that was Anne Hathaway I wish, I wish they would both. take bows in movies <laughs> at the end of every movie they were like the end of Birdman <laughs> exactly and you were just forced to watch that because you know they're not yeah. there and, and they're all wearing a variant of the last thing they were wearing in the final scene <laughs> I think we need to write a movie together, <laughs> uh, By the way, in an interview with Hello Magazine, Hathaway said that she had worked with the dialect coach for eight hours a day for six weeks. Lie. 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 For six weeks. I'd love it if the eight dialect coach was actually also doing that exact accent. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Her dialect coach. Yeah. Come now. Come by. I'm Hathaway. It's like doing an Time for your lesson. That it's, dialect hello. coach is shade. That, I get the first hour of that dialect coach was like, I'm going to fuck you over for this movie. <laughs> you seem I'm awful. from Mars. This is how we sound. Yeah. All right. In our second film, for question number two, the evil Michael Caine records a commercial where he pretends to care about the environment. He actually does not I know pretend to care about his accent. Let's hear it. Lift the cards up. I can't see them down there. Oh. Every year, hundreds of thousands of porcupine caribou make their way down from the Ogilvy Mountains to the coastal plains of Alaska. They come to feed off the tundra grasses and to have their children. Children like these little guys, right here. You see, we at Aegis Oil believe in protecting our natural treasures. We believe in keeping them safe for future generations to enjoy. After all, the Earth is our home, too. Who cares? We do. At Aegis Oil. Cut! Fuck these animals, stink. Bring me a washcloth. All right. Wig! Uh, yeah, U.S. Like water for chocolate? No. No, I can't accept that. I can't accept that. You're very close, but no. Um, I, don't I feel like he's doing... D- a- Duck Dynasty? <laughs> no idea. I'm saying reindeer games because that was hilarious. No. No. I like it. Point to you. You need the points. Matt? No. Pity fuck still count, Dave. I'm going to be honest. I forgot exactly what this game was initially. So when I was watching this, I was like, is this a real commercial? (laughs) And then when it said cut and he took the jacket off and switched accents, I was Mm -hmm. baffled for a second. Yeah. I've never in my life. He's not even trying. Can I I make a guess at the accent? Yeah, what specific kind of American accent is he attempting? Okay, I'm going to back out of this one because I was going to guess Irish. No, I'm, uh, I'm no. guessing. Trying to be... I want to guess Southern. Montana. Let's. Okay, just keep going. Keep going. Uh, uh, Catherine Hepburn. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oh. other American accent. <laughs> what? what Ala- not Alaska. He said the Alaskan accent. <laughs> well, he said Alaska. That's oh, why he I did. Was like, yeah, you weren't no. listening. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, uh, like, north, okay, I'm just saying, west, northwest, Pacific Northwest. No, no. Oh, no. Uh, um, Illinois, New uh, York. Texas. Yes, yes, yes. I knew it. You yeah. can't break. 
We're from you're, Texas. You're only both from there. I know. You didn't, you didn't hear? We don't talk like that. A little touch of home. He was wearing oh, a bolo sorry. tie and everything. Do you know, in Texas, <laughs> yeah. I've been we have a little thing called queso. That's the, <laughs> See, that's the Houston thing. accent. Aaron, I bet that's how you speak, though, if you've been on the phone to your family back home for a bit. Uh, right? It is. Yeah, exactly. right. Exactly. Had a couple again. beers in me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Suddenly. What? Hello, Mom. What <laughs> crazy movie was that? That was called On Deadly Ground. It was directed by Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. This was like right after Jaws the Revenge, right? Like Michael Caine was like, I need money, guys. Bad. That's crazy. And he said it exactly like that. He gets that accent. Perfect. Yeah. I need money, guys. <laughs> Michael Caine. I need money, guys. One of my first acting teachers gave me an old VHS copy of Michael, of Michael Caine acting class. It's good. Where he acts with his eyes. Have you Do you seen know that? Oh, yeah, he oh, puts yeah. on mascara in the first two minutes. It's yeah, so it's really good. good. His whole acting tips, advice is put on mascara if you've got blonde eyelashes. And that's yeah. It. If it's you guys wonderful. have YouTube, he put them all on YouTube and you can look at it there. The <laughs> whole thing. Genuinely, it's the bit where he's going like, if you want to look confident, look with your right eye into their left <laughs> eye. Yes. Yeah. And it works. In Hollywood. <laughs> Not for real it acting. It works for entertainment. <laughs> Get high, watch Cats or that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, for our final clip, please enjoy the antics of a very young and very in over his head, Brad Pitt. Oh, I already know what it's going to be. Oh, this is... Well, great. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't. It's going to be... They can hear you. Mr. Tully wants no part of it. I'm a money. He said to hold on to it, not to go through with the deal without some word from Belfast. So is that it then? Is it finished? By no means is it finished. <laughs> I have to slip back into Belfast. And... Frankie, you can't show your face in Belfast now. I don't plan on showing my face. God, just say show no. your face in Belfast. <laughs> Lads. Glasses. <laughs> Well, we've got the accent. What's the movie in the accent? <laughs> I think I'm going to go wig, but I think I don't know. I think it may be. Wait, wh- <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to guess, but I think it's, is it the devil, the devil? The devil is Prada. <laughs> <laughs> is it something the devil? You are so confident. I am, right? Yeah, you're close. Devil, devil, man, devil hair. I don't know. Is the word two in there somewhere? The devil what? met the woman. Is the word, what is it? I know it. The devil rides. I've never seen... No. I thought it was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. No. 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 Devil... No. The Devil's Own. Yes! Oh! Well done. What a triumph. Uh, Jesus Christ. I think... And that accent is, is the IRA. <laughs> that accent is too much confidence. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's meant to be Ulster, right? Or... Oh, I don't know. Northern, Northern, Northern Irish. Irish. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Yeah. Does anybody... No. Yeah, it's Who, cares? who cares? I think they're right. Finally, I will give three bonus points to anyone who can do an even worse Irish accent. Uh, like, on a scale uh, uh, of Julia Roberts in Michael Collins to Julia Roberts in Mary Riley, I want a Mary Riley. <laughs> What's All the right. sentence? Uh, anything. You make something oh, up. Oh, okay. I'm having my... T- <laughs> 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 I'm tasting your bright wine. <laughs> I'm going to try and do it good, though. Little shakes, little shakes, a bit of bacon. 
That's what I mean. uh, Wait. Everyone thinks you're doing a bit, but you're really trying. Aaron knows how bad I am at accents, and I you're always really try. Trying. Can you fly by? I can't do it. That's my honest-to-God best. That's amazing. I, I'd love to join so in, but I'm English. So holding up a thing that so. says boxed water is better and saying Bob Fosse really loudly <laughs> is... They all sound like homeless wishes. <laughs> UK, to steal. No, These precious no. three points. No, we can't touch the shoulder bars, Paul. Racial, racially. No way. I, can't, I can't even I get close to that. Yeah. What about your... What, what do, you, do you do American accents? Terrible at accents. Oh, but I feel like this oh, would be good. I mean, I can like, do, my I best can American do accent is kind of like this, so it goes all over the place, <laughs> and then now it's gone back to English again. I, yeah. I, I can, that was not convincing. I can do Hugh Grant in the film Mickey Blue Eyes. Oh, yes. 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 Hey, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Three points. Three I points love it. for attempting a very difficult accent. <laughs> all right, after that, the scores are USA with 11, UK with 9. Ooh, it's tightening up. Close. We're finished. Ooh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> You're f- okay. Uh, British team. Okay, Sarah. Hello. You, hi. Hi. Uh, you write for our show. I do. International Waters. Yeah. But most excitingly, yeah. you are developing a pilot with Haley from Coronation Street. I Tell am, me everything. Yes. Tell well, me everything. Uh, I, I can't say too much because there's paperwork involved, but yes, uh, Haley, uh, Coronation Street is a British soap opera that. By applause, who watches Coronation Street? Oh, good. You are good. Good, people. I'm so glad. It should You're be good, more fine of you. people. So, Hayley Cropper, uh, the potted history of Hayley Cropper is that she was, uh, there was a sort of nerdy character on the show called Roy Cropper, and hilariously, he was set up on a series of hilarious dates that went wrong, and one of them turned out that it was only a transsexual he was on a date with, but then it actually turned out that she was a really lovely actress and a great character, so she became a beloved part of the street, and transsexual Hayley Cropper, so you know, everyone didn't, it wasn't a big deal at all, and she was actually one of those beloved transsexual characters in British soap history, nice. uh, for first ever, actually, and uh, then she died a pancreatic cancer and the nation mourned and I watched this as Dave did mm-hmm. with tears in her eyes and, mm-hmm. and uh, I sent her a message on Twitter saying I think you're really funny I'd like to write a sitcom for you <laughs> <laughs> and w- amazingly enough she didn't think that was weird and we've been sitting in a kitchen writing together for you know amazing. This so is she's greatest. a wonderful hilarious woman called Julie Hessmanhausch and uh, yeah she's fucking great and she's in a show called Cucumber which you see on uh, channel 4 at the moment if you can stream it illegally uh, <laughs> wait who died Haley the, Cro- character the character died. Got it. I was like, oh, the God. You're writing for a ghost, I hate to tell you. <laughs> I want to see that show. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Sarah has yeah. a history of doing a kind of psycho writing session where <laughs> yeah. it's she basically her doing it herself, yes. but the corpse is in the kitchen. I'm not surprised. That sounds amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, oh. yeah. well, she's going to be great, and I'll just write funny jokes with her. So. God, Can write me a fucking part. Just a walk-on. I'll deliver a pizza. I'd like one, anything. too, please. Can yeah. you stream it, or can you... Coronation Street, I mean? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, on, it's Hulu on Hulu Plus. Plus. Oh, I'll watch it. Watch I'll watch it. it. I'm on it. It's, yeah. it's I'll watch really it tonight. Fun. I can't wait. It's, it's not amazing. Oh, it's the best. It's, really it's, the, best. it's yeah. the fucking best. Matt Kirshen, congratulations. You've just uh, taped the 150th episode of Probably Science. Thank you. Very exciting. What is Probably Science? That is uh, a science podcast that you've been on as yes, Sarah, and yeah. you guys should if you'd be up for it. But we go through the week in science news with funny people. Wow. Yeah, uh, that sounds And then fun. sometimes we have guest scientists on who talk about this stuff. But normally we just bring up the stories from science from the week, and then we talk about them for a bit, and we don't stay on topic. Mm-hmm. Do you have to know too much? No, you have to know, know almost nothing. Great, I'm in. It's yeah. like it's best. Well, it's not best. It's 
it's equally fine when our guests know absolutely nothing because we barely know anything. Do you know anything about science? Yeah, I read all Mary Roach's books. Oh, that's right. Aaron knows about science. I, I don't. I mean, I have all my. You know, I have to go to the store and everything. So, I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> he's a very busy man. Thank you for being here, UK team. Actually, uh, earlier, obviously, we were talking about movies because it's Oscar. Well, it's the end of Oscar season, and we we have a little bit of you know, there's a hole in our heart. Uh, but I just got a note from our producer. Jennifer, there's an actual Hollywood legend backstage. This is very exciting. Uh, he was just uh, doing blow with the uh, staff at Real Raw Live down the street. Uh, I, I guess he's still just hanging around. He's got a load of energy, and he wants to let some out. He's going to let out that teen steam like Alyssa Milano. Please, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Michael Bay. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. In case you didn't hear, I'm visionary director and Axe Body Spray's 2010 Man of the Year, Michael Bay. Now, I resent your suggestion, Dave, that I was doing drugs with the waitress next door. What you see on my face is brainstorming powder. We were simply discussing a potential role for her in my next movie. She'll be playing frightened prostitute number five in my forthcoming adaptation of Jack London's Call of the Wild. So the Academy Awards were last night, and I was not in attendance. I made two films last year, Transformers 4, Age of Extinction, and a cinema verite documentary entitled Hidden Camera I Set Up in the Toilet in Megan Fox's Trailer. (laughs) As per usual, the small-minded, racist Academy didn't see these films award-worthy. It's okay, because I had a night to myself eating a quiet dinner in that secret room above the Chateau Marmont where you eat sushi out of River Phoenix's skull, (laughs) then drinks in a cockfight in Gary Busey's Anything Goes Desert Fuck Shack, (laughs) and then right to bed with a warm glass of Tia Carrera's sweat that I squeezed out of one of the old leotards I found in her dumpster. It's a shame I wasn't there because I'm actually working on some movies eerily similar to the ones that were nominated. I've got a version of Boyhood in the works, but instead of an average American boy, I'm filming an Eastern European teen runaway that I bought aboard a floating sea auction. I'm just filming her going through life, eating soft-boiled eggs, and trying to get out of various snares. I'm doing a film similar to Birdman, but instead of one long take with no cuts, it's several hundred thousand cuts that will excite and disorient the audience. (laughs) And finally, I'm doing a wrestling picture similar to Foxcatcher, but it's just The Rock and Hulk Hogan and prosthetic noses jerking it to dubstep. Well, that's my time. If anyone wants to hang, I'll be in the parking lot doing blow with Gina Gershon and Kyle McLaughlin in a sweet RV. Hollywood legend Michael Bay. Thanks for dropping in. That's a bit of a coup. What a coup. What a get. We'll be right back with our final round after this. Hey, 
Ross. Hey, Carrie. Hey, it's me, your co-host. Oh, yeah, we have a show, don't we? We have a show. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. It's about undercover investigations of fringe groups. Yeah, like the Tony Alamo Ministries cult. Yep, that's led by a pedophile. He's in jail. He's in jail. Also, we became Mormons. We became Raelians, which is a UFO group. That's right. We We joined the Ordo Templi Orientis. Yes, the 9-11 truthers. We got cupped. We got acupunctured. We got Reiki. We've pretty much anything that you've heard of and been like, that that doesn't sound quite right. We've done that. So you don't have to do it. So if you want to hear about this, and you should, then go to MaximumFun.org. Let's move on to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried incredibly hard, but I want you to know that it has been as useless as a London chapter of Alcoholics Anonymous <laughs> because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. What? Yeah, you heard me. You heard me. This round is called Kill Your Idols. So, okay, to prove your country is the best, you must run down a pop culture icon from the opposing nation that is widely considered to be a sacred cow. There is so much fake cocaine on this uh, <laughs> microphone um, that is widely considered to be a sacred cow. Throw legitimate shade or just make some shit up and get a rumor started. I don't care. I won't get sued. You will. So go nuts. Uh, Team UK, because you're just a little bit behind, I'm going to have you go first. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. It will be your job to destroy American pop culture legend Abraham Lincoln. Oh, boy. Pop culture legend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, we all know his, his hit songs and spinoff uh, sitcoms. Uh, he freed the slaves. He reunited a nation. He was a Republican. We don't need to dwell on that. The important thing is that he was a giant among men and Team UK. You must slay him. Two minutes on the clock starts now. And I hope somebody tells me when they're over because I don't have... Okay, I, they're good. Well, I've been to the theater loads of times and I've never been shot. <laughs> That's a good point. So, like, supposedly point. one of the greatest people of all time. Like, he can't even, like, ah, I just, like, you're sat, oh, just behind with a gun. Like, how can you miss, a, like, a, what, what you, 1800s, when was, like, the guns are, ma- you can't hide guns. It's not like the back in the day when, they're, like, nowadays when they got the little sneaky spy guns that kind of fold up in your wrist. And, like, ah, I'm not, look, my hands are empty. Now I got a gun, you're dead. Like, those things, you got to go in there and it's just fucking, it's like the size of you. You gonna sneak up on it like a Looney Tunes cartoon or something? A fucking moron. Uh, it was probably just some dude sat behind and pissed off about the hat. Yeah, like who wears a hat that's bigger than you anyway? Like what? What do you need? Like dunces wear that. That's a dunce hat. I, I suspect that he had a sort of growth under the hat, like that. He, why he needed the chimney on top? Like maybe he was a unicorn. Fucking unicorn. Ah. Uh. <laughs> They think they're magic. They think there's fucking something special. Just because you're a wonky horse, you think you get to be a gay icon. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Unicorns. And Lincoln. Yeah. Like, anyone can free a slave. Like, you just go, ah, run off. Like, catching a slave, that's the hard bit. If if slavery's so bad, why are we drinking this delicious Fifty Shades of Grey wine? Exactly. Exactly. And all I'm saying is, like, if you go fishing... Throwing the fish back isn't the hard part. <laughs> right? Getting them in the first place, that's what's Hurting difficult. Them. New topic, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, run out of Unicorns, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I'm afraid we're out of time. All right. Made some strong, uncomfortable points there. Uh, <laughs> Team US, it's your turn, and you must take down 
Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah. Well, his brilliant oh. mind gave us insight into the very fabric of existence. His best-selling books have enlightened millions of future scientists. Eddie Redmayne just won an Oscar for playing him. Stephen Hawking is one of humanity's leading lights. Team US, you have two minutes to snuff him out, and they start uh, now. I'm, I'm going to start with the theory of everything, which I fucking hated more than anything in the world. There's no... Okay, let me put it... If Stephen Hawking smiles as much as Eddie Redmayne smiled in that movie, he needs to look in the mirror. Because... <laughs> Oh, I bet it's hard to to do all your science when your wife is taking you to work. Yeah, he cheats on his fucking wife with a with a fat with a, nurse. Well, that don't don't bring her into this. <laughs> no, all, all I'm saying is this: he slut shames his wife because he's like, whatever you want to do it with that other organist. Also, Fuck name you. something. Name something that he's done that has affected us in a good way. I don't understand anything he says. I don't either. It's not like he invented, like, skim milk. That's a great point. <laughs> it's not like he invented, you know... Um, yeah, he didn't even invent the computer he talked or, to. Someone oh, else yeah. had to do it for him. Yeah, he didn't invent the what horse. A, what he, a dummy. <laughs> a fucking dummy. I'm sorry that you're British, okay? You don't sound smart to me, mister. And you know what? Uh, this is the other thing I want to say. Why do you even call yourself British when you don't want anything to do with that fucking country? Does he yeah, you, there? you rejected the crown or whatever. I don't whatever. think he lives there. He did. He looked straight in Queen Elizabeth's face and, he and said, was like, fuck you, bitch. That's and not. I think that's disrespectful for a, a scholar. To Helen Mirren. Yeah. Yeah. To everybody involved. Also, like, how many people here have read that fucking book? Nobody. No. How many people saw the theory of everything? How many of you? Nobody. No one gives a shit. <laughs> one person saw the theory of everything. And didn't you think also, he smiled you know too much? Also, who else has those glasses? Damon Koresh. Not quite. His were more like... Um, Square? No, like more like the... Metal? More like an octagon. Yeah. 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 More like an octagon. I rescind my... Also, I have this to say. <laughs> I get really? your dick. Your dick works. Unfortunately, guys. You're a visa there, was a, there was a gift he was going to give to the world. Now the world will not have it. See me the after time. the show. If you have 30 to 45 minutes, I'll tell you the rest of what I was going to say. God damn. That was a tough one. Boy, this, this is a pretty even match. Here's what we're going to have to do. As a tiebreaker, um, I'm going um, to give you like 15 seconds each to beg to win. You guys in an American accent, and only you, Brian Safi, in an Irish accent. <laughs> we'll start with you, Team UK. Beg for a victory in an American accent. Hey, forget about it. No, that's, no that, see, that's Hugh Grant. That won't that's do. Listen, guys. That won't do. This is my American accent, and you've got to let us win, because we travel a long way for these points. Good old boy. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I don't have a watch on me, but your 15 seconds are up. Uh, Brian Safi. Our winner is Team U.S. <laughs> with a million and eleven points. Oh, that's Thank right. That's, that's right. Yeah. By American. By American. Winners we made by process you. of humiliation. That's right. All right. Now, before we finish, do you have anything that you want to plug and then to offset the ego karma? If there is anything that someone else did that you'd like to recommend to our listeners, we'll start with Matt Kirshen. Uh, well, I guess probably science podcast is a lot more fun than I made it seem in the previous segment of the oh, show yeah, where we're talking on. about it. So I'll plug that. And then, oh, my favorite thing on the internet, I think, right now is Henry's Kitchen by Henry Phillips, which okay. is 
the very funny Henry Phillips making a sad, lonely cookery demonstration video <laughs> in his own house, and there's a story arc. And watch episode two first, Henry's Chili for One. Like, start with episode two. You will thank me later if you haven't already heard it or seen it. It's on YouTube. Go Done. Henry's Kitchen. Sarah Morgan. Um, I'm going to plug a, an old thing, but it's a, a show Matt Kirshen and I wrote with uh, Nick Doody and Kerry Marks called Bigopedia. You can probably get it on Audible if you like uh, weird old British radio comedy like Hitchhikers and that kind of thing. It's very much in the vein of that. Um, it's probably the favorite, my favorite thing I've ever written, which is tragic that we peaked so early. Yeah, it's definitely the thing I worked hardest on. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, if you like that kind of thing, seek it out or torrent it, whatever. We don't care. Just just send us nice tweets about it. Um, and thing I uh, uh, oh god um, oh uh, just watch Broad City. It's really good. You watch oh, yeah. it because you're all American, but British people should watch it too because it's. Here at the UCB Theater in Hollywood, California, oh, yeah. telling our I've live audience realized. to watch Broad City. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, and guys, oh, everyone, I'm remember th- to eat food and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners at home, guys, wear hoodies. Show. Wear hoodies while you're at it. <laughs> you wear shower shoes out to dinner when you're in Hollywood? That'd be great. You've got to realize that in the UK, about four people watch Broad City, and we're fucking cool. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. It's a really cool name drop. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. Brian Safi. I, I like watching... I was watching... Oh, there was this video that they did on A Current Affair that you can find on YouTube, which was like, you know, in the 80s, it was like, um, eat through Hollywood. Well, I don't know. Anyway, someone... I can't remember the actress's name, but she did a mattress commercial for Serta, and A Current Affair did a profile of her um, because the, the passport agency wouldn't give her the passport, so she had to go to court. And she goes, the only people the passport agency refuses to give passports to are me and Diana Ross. <laughs> It's so crazy. I don't know how to tell you to find it. And uh, I'd like... <laughs> I think her name is something... It, with, I think it's with an H, but I don't remember. And I'd like to plug... Well, we do Throwing Shade every week, and I'd also like to plug Facebook. <laughs> okay, good. Good, great. Okay, Aaron Gibson. Um... Uh... Please watch Down Abbey. They need your eyeballs right now. It's very bad. Um, Isis died, the dog, and I think I willed it. Um, because of the name. Joey Heatherton. Oh, okay. Who's that? She's the one in the occurrent affair courtroom. No, I know. She has like a little pixie haircut. Yeah. Yay. Google it, guys. Yeah, YouTube. Then, yeah. Just wait. I'm waiting for you to interrupt me again. Okay. Um, please, uh, please download Throwing Shade. I, I get interrupted a lot on that too. And um, Brian does a lot of accents. And uh, yeah, Downton Abbey. Great, great. Well, that's it. Aaron Gibson, Brian Safi, Sarah Morgan, Matt Kirshen. Thank you for playing International Waters. You here in the live audience, and you with the headphones. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. Wow. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Aaron Gibson, Brian Safi, Matt Kirshen, and Sarah Morgan. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Hollywood. Special thanks to Jordan Morris, Jimmy at the UCB, and Shane for picking up a pizza from Little Caesars. The script was written by Asterios Coconuts with help from Justine Barron, and our producers are Colin Anderson and Jennifer Marmer. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.